Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today we're here to do another TV season review. This is going to be for the first MCU TV show uh, on the, the the Marvel MCU TV shows on Disney Plus for the first and probably only season of uh, One Division. I'm your host Matthew, and joining me today, my co-host is Roberts. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing today? Doing good. Doing all right. Uh, so yeah, the first full sort of MCU TV show we've had other things in the past you know Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Cloak and Dagger um, and some other things that I'm not remembering uh, Agent Carter as well we we had at one point uh, but this is the first MCU show that ties directly into the series uh, we'll start off relatively spoiler free and everything we'll start off spoiler free give our kind of just impressions of the show and then we'll get into spoilers in the second half but uh, what do you think of WandaVision? I thought it was a decent outing. Uh, obviously, not all our questions got answered. But to be fair, and I actually had to look this up, if you go back to the San Diego Comic-Con announcement trailer for Phase 4, WandaVision was actually supposed to be the fifth uh, thing that came out. Because the sequence went Black Widow, and then Falcon of the Winter Soldier, then the Eternals, and then Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, and then WandaVision. So a lot of the questions maybe will be get answered in those things because uh, Falcon opens up in two weeks. I'm sure we'll get Black Widow at some point. No idea on Eternals or Shang-Chi. Um, and obviously we got Loki coming up pretty close and then Doctor Strange too. Uh, so, but that's if you're wondering why some random question didn't get answered, maybe they thought that uh, they had already covered it in another series. Yeah, because we're going to be getting uh, Doctor Strange and Spider-Man 3 that ties into this. I think Sp- Spider-Man 3 is the first out of those next ones. Sorry, mm-hmm. uh, out of those next ones, which is in December. And then next year is uh, Doctor Strange 2. But uh, yeah, Pandemic messed everything up. And uh, now we have things in, in different orders. But uh, did you like One Division? I liked it for the most part. Um, it took a while to, to figure out what they were doing with the with the characters um, because of how it was filmed and how it was framed. Uh, so, but yeah, after that it got really enjoyable. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think this gives a good refresher to the MCU. I think that this opened just a ton of doors. I mean, we basically have kind of like a multiverse thing set up now. We'll talk about more of that in the, in the spoiler section, but uh yeah, I've kind of always wanted... I mean, we like I said, we've had Marvel TV shows, but they've not been MCU direct connecting sort of shows. Um, and I've always wanted a franchise to try to do... Okay, connected universe that's not just in films like we've had with the MCU for the last 10 plus years, but branch out to something else <clears throat> and do something else with uh, with connecting TV to it. So I do remember as well, yeah, when they first announced that, okay, we're going to be doing MCU TV shows, they're going to tie in because we're going to have the same, you know, characters in them, such as Wanda and Vision as well. Uh, so I was, I was always looking forward to that. But yeah, I think just the, just the way that this tied into like previous things, such as the snap as well. Um, I think was was really amazing, and just just seeing a different, just having a different format for for this thing, and not having it be done in you know two and a half hours, having like nine episodes, and having them be relatively short, I think was great. Um, now, for me, just in terms of the actual characters of Wanda and Vision, I thought they were really good before. Excuse me, before this TV show, and uh, I was really looking forward to seeing because I we kind of we'd had a lot of Wanda <coughs> and a lot of Vision 
before this TV show, but I was really looking forward to seeing, you know, that those characters get fleshed out more, especially with the whole, you know, grief kind of thing that's that's going on here. I'm trying to be a little bit vague, but still kind of reference things from from the past uh, with the whole kind of grief thing that's going on here, changing things up dramatically with like this as uh, it 60s sitcom kind of era kind uh, of, 50s 60s 70s 80s 90s yeah, and those, modern era yeah all those kind of eras uh kind of throwing that into the mix which the mcu's not done before it's not kind of approached that and kind of figuring out what was going on there i thought was just really refreshing and uh, overall i just thought that this is yeah i thought this was awesome this tv show um it's interesting when people look at like oh we had this fan theory about this and that kind of happening and those things maybe didn't happen for certain people um but i do think on on a pretty consistent basis from week to week most of the you know end of episode cliffhangers for this show were pretty mind-blowing uh for the most part and uh they did do that pretty consistently and it's difficult to just keep that up every week after week after week i mean lost famously kind of did that week after week it lived off cliffhangers for 23 episodes but obviously tv was a bit different back then but when you've got something that's a little bit more contained like one division um and you're kind of in this you know at home sitcom kind of thing it's a little bit more difficult to do but the show's ability to just blend those things together you know you got the, you got this comedic um tone in there obviously with the, the actual sitcom thing and then you've got this like undertone of dread and drama as to okay like what's going on here kind of thing and how kind of um almost some horror elements at times as well not like not really hot heavy horror elements but there was like certain elements of that in there throwing like the the sitcom thing in there as well i thought really worked quite well um and just kind of blending that together i thought was was really really good but as we've been kind of saying for a long time that's just the power of what kevin feige's been doing with the mcu and uh it's just it's allowed him to get to this point of telling you know because we, we've 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 done the four avengers films we've kind of not like finished with the avengers but we've we, we've done that setup that setup was done a long time ago setting up the avengers telling that story and now they're just branching off into all these different things and excuse me one kind of other thing i wanted to mention here as well is when you've built up such a trust with your audience of like okay we're gonna do you know guardians of the galaxy and build the avengers together do those films and then do things like you know um the the thor films and and introduce some of those characters and do some of this like other just different stuff and when you can do that successfully and um get it to a point where you can do a 50s or 60s sitcom and really kind of change things up um, it does make me go into this like next slate of Marvel and think like, okay, it doesn't matter to me what you do because I'm going to trust you to do it because you've earned that trust for so long, if you get what I mean. So, um, yeah, any any thoughts on any of that? Yeah, I mean, and to be fair, they did do some crossovers before. We had uh, Jamie Alexander reprise her role as Lady Sif on one of the Angels of S.H.I.E.L.D. episodes. We had Kobe Smolder reprise her character from both the Avengers and the other movies. So we have had a little bit of crossover. The problem is, is with 23 episodes, it tends to blend over in the you know filming for the other movies. So they kind of had to dance around a few things. But then by the end of season three, I want to say, they just decided to kind of go their own way. Mm, and yeah. with these story formats, nine episodes really is a pretty good length. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's one thing I want to touch upon as well. What did you think of the episode lengths and how many there were? Honestly, they felt short, even though they were probably like 40 minutes, which puts them about an hour length if you would add in commercials on a regular TV show. But I think it's just because I wanted more uh, so much that they just felt shorter than they actually were. Right. So, like the episodes went just very quickly for you is is what you mean. Yep. Yeah. Which, which is a good thing because, you know, if you're watching an episode of TV, excuse me, and uh, you're so invested that suddenly the, the credits pop up, then... That's a good thing, because then it means you're not like clock watching or or any of that kind of thing. So I think that's good. Yeah. The mm-hmm. speaking of you know what you brought up there with the whole Agents of Shield. I mean that kind of connected in the first couple of seasons, and then yeah they went their own sort of way, and it was just very loosely connected to the MCU. But just Marvel being really smart with like okay we've built up all these characters, you know, including Wanda and Vision, which is which is the first TV show. And you're able to be like, okay, instead of doing what DC's kind of doing, which is like, oh no, we're going to have a different Flash and a different, you know, whatever, or different Superman, and, you know, they can't appear in the same universe and stuff. Just taking the MCU and just saying like, okay, no, we're going to start making TV shows for this because we've got a whole slate of them coming up. And just saying like, okay, when we're going to make a story on this character, it's going to be played by the same person and it's going to be the same character. That's just that's going to just only help the MCU so much because it's going to really just help that connective tissue going forward. Because then instead of saying like, oh, we're going to do WandaVision, but we're going to like make it a different Wanda and recast her and, you know, whatever, um, which is what DC's been, been doing. Um, I just I just feel like it's so much better to just keep the same cast and stuff, which is which is what they've been doing with their, which is what they look to be doing with the um the MCU TV show. So I think that's really good. Um, yeah, to me, like uh, you know, as long as an episode serves its purpose and it's really really good, I I've seen it's been interesting watching Servant and watching um WandaVision, which have both been around about thirty minute episodes. Sometimes you just don't need longer than that to tell to tell a story, which I think is really really good. And um, sometimes you don't need more than eight or nine episodes, or maybe you need ten or whatever. Um, sometimes you can just get more with 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 less. Sometimes I think that's what they managed to do here with One uh, Division as well. So, but um, yeah, that's that's kind of my impressions of the show. I thought the show was brilliant. I thought that it opened some new doors for the MCU. I thought that it was refreshing, and uh, it's just it's just going to keep that the mcu train going which i think is really good so uh any other thoughts before we get into spoilers uh no just that i enjoyed a lot of the subtle nods and which we could talk about in the spoiler section to uh other things so mm-hmm. yeah like easter eggs of a different mm-hmm. so all right what we're gonna do now because uh, we're done with the spoiler free section i really like to um by the way just in terms of um our rating system which you've already seen by the title i'm giving this a must see uh, what would you say? Oh yeah, one hundred percent a must see. Yeah, especially if if you're invested in the MCU anyway, then it's kind of part of the package. So, you know, especially for in terms of the bigger like multiverse storylines. I mean, you're gonna just watch. You, you're gonna want to just watch the Marvel films and TV shows going forward anyway, because they're all part of the same connected story. So yeah, as uh, as part of that. But uh, yeah, I'd give it a must see. You are as well. So. We are quite easily settled on that. But uh, let's get into a quick bit of housekeeping and I'll give you one more spoiler warning after we've done that. But I'll see you in a minute. Hi there and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links. The first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend. But 
it won't cost you anything extra so whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra you can find the link to our amazon affiliate link in your show notes the second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link if you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes they also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well so if you need help with getting set up Kualu will be able to help you with that as well the links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film and we will review that for you on that month and then when it gets to the next month you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice that's $3 level tier that does also of course include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show alright recently on entertainment talk we did just record a gaming talk podcast by the way so this should be uploaded around about the same time as that so you can look out for that as well uh, we talked about uh, the Avengers game speaking of Marvel we talked about the Avengers game uh, we talked about some PSVR games and a lot of other things as well so you can have a listen to that uh, other things on entertainment talk I did a podcast talking about the uh, Meghan Markle and Harry situation uh, there was a document not a documentary sorry an interview with uh, Oprah that went out on ITV the other uh, yesterday I think it was and uh, I talked about just the situation there and my thoughts on uh, British media British press Piers Morgan and just a whole bunch of other things so if you want to listen to that you can do so I did a podcast on Liverpool talked about why Liverpool struggling they are eighth currently in the Premier League and they've lost six Premier League home games in a row which is staggering for a team like that so I talked about them over on the United car side of things Manchester United won the latest Manchester derby 2-0 at the Etihad which is Man City's ground so it was a 2-0 away win for Manchester United very very good things happening there and Luke Shaw scoring a very very good goal so that was good a scripted review for Skater XL the World Last of Us podcast for uh, Jesse Character Spotlight so you can listen to that if you want to uh, Walking Dead's back for the 10C or third part of season 10 whatever you want to call it doing its 6 bonus episodes we've covered the first of the 6 which is episode 17 and we're going to be covering episode 18 which is the second of 6 episodes tomorrow so check out the walking dead podcast uh and that's kind of what we've been doing uh there's a new categories listing on the on the website as well if you want a list of the all, all the categories that we do on uh, entertainment talk or all different podcasts that we do you can click on the drop down menu and click on categories list and you'll get a list of everything that we do on the website that's what's been happening roughly on entertainmenttalk.org and you can also search for entertainment talk on your favorite podcast platform uh, we're now going to be going into spoilers for one division so if you've not seen it get yourself subscribed to disney plus 
and uh, go and watch the new Marvel MCU TV show. And we got Falcon and Winter Soldier in next week, I think. Next Friday, nineteenth. Yeah, there's going to be kind of uh, a kind of a recap making of for Wandavision this Friday, and then we go into Winter Soldier next Friday. Yeah, yeah. By the way, as well, speaking of <coughs> Marvel things, um. If you go on the Marvel Legends like little mini series thing, there's recaps for the characters. There's one in there for Falcon and one for Winter Soldier, and you can watch those as kind of like a recap primer for uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But uh, we're gonna go into spoilers now for One Division. So if you've not seen the latest uh, this MCU TV show, uh, go over to Disney Plus, go and watch it. We recommend that you do so and come back. In the meantime, you can click on uh, or go to EntertainmentTalk.org. For all the other content that we've got. Uh, so if you've not seen the show. Go into your podcast player. Press play. Press back on the website. Click on the homepage. Whatever. To do that. Uh, first thing I want to go to. Uh, Evan Peters was in this show. Um, mm-hmm. Initially as Quicksilver. Or that's what it seemed like he was going to be doing. And then was later named uh, Ralph Boner. In the season or season finale I suppose. What did you think of Evan Peters' inclusion in this show? I thought it was a good kind of workaround um, in terms of not officially making the multiverse yet, but making the multiverse. Hmm. And again, I got to wonder if any of the other shows that had gotten canceled because of COVID had come out, if he'd have officially have been that universe's Quicksilver. Um, but we did get a nod to his version of Quicksilver in... The final episode when Tommy, is it the kid, the twin that was the speedster? One of was them, it, yeah. Yeah. Was it, it was Tommy or the other one where they did a, a super speed sequence of him and in one of them he's like whipping his finger through something in the air and, and tastes it, which is from the X-Men movie when he's zipping around the, the kitchen and he sees like this pile of sauce and he just puts his finger through it and uh, eats it from the X-Men movie. So yeah. it's all the little nods like that that I absolutely love. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think of his uh, entrance scene initially? Knocks on the door, says something about his sister. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, think? it kept with the uh, the sitcom vibe, which was what they were going up until the last couple of episodes. So yeah, yeah, until that kind of like broke apart. Um, what else do you want to talk about? Uh, what do you think of just like Wonder and Vision themselves within the, within the show? Uh, interesting characters. I mean, we got to see her going through her grief, basically the five stages of it, um, from denial to bargaining to acceptance and all that other fun stuff. That um, was played out really well. Definitely established her as easily the most powerful character in the universe. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it, one weird little fun fact in all the sequences that were shot in black and white... Uh, all the vision paint that was the dark color was actually blue. Because they, when they filmed it in black and white, they had to have that high of a contrast. So instead of him being the, the purplish color that we're used to, he was blue. Huh. Huh. I'm just trying to think back to those episodes. Interesting. Um, cool. But uh, yeah, how do you kind of feel about those two characters kind of going forward now that we've had like a full TV show for them? Yeah, we still don't know what happened with White Vision, although I do love uh, Paul Bettany doing a little bit of trolling during the interview process because he said he got to work with an actor that he's always wanted to work with, 
and it just turns out he was referring to himself <laughs> in that last scene where he's fighting himself and then having a conversation with himself. Mm. Fun little trolls like that I always like. Yeah, yeah, of course when he said that, the internet went ablaze with like, oh, he's talking about Magneto or he's talking about... um. Uh, Professor X or Doctor Doom or whatever. I did actually do a podcast. I don't know if some of you know. Um, in, uh, in at some point in the middle of the season, I think it was episode. I think it was the episode after Quicksilver got introduced. Um, the dogs are barking at each other, so just be aware of that. Um, and I did like a little uh, One Division characters theory kind of thing. It's like, okay, who do I think could be the person to show up? I listed um, Professor X, Magneto. Deadpool for just like a bit of fun but the one I was more serious about was Doctor Doom because nobody was mentioning the fact that Doctor Doom maybe could have been in there. None, none, none of the four of them actually showed up but uh, I thought that was that was quite interesting yeah but uh, he was talking about himself which was interesting I suppose. Um, for me yeah I, it, it really rose uh, Wonder and Vision to kind of higher up in my like favourite MCU characters list especially Wonder um, as well, like her, her just clearly establishing herself as uh, the most powerful Avenger. To, to be honest, I think she kind of established that when she was fighting Thanos on those two occasions. Um, and I know that they kind of introduced, you know, well, Captain Marvel's really powerful in that, and she's the one that's going to like help stop Thanos and stuff. She was like actively having to kill Vision while holding off Thanos at the same time. Yeah. While while he had like the almost fully powered gauntlet, that's like a diff. That's just a different level. Um, and then later on in in Endgame, when um, I think she like pulled up some debris or something like that, and then she started like trying to pull Thanos apart or something. Mm-hmm. That that scene in Endgame, it was it was clear from then like okay, yeah, she's ridiculously powerful, but in the best way possible. So uh, I was really looking forward to seeing more of that in uh, in in this show and we got a lot of it in the finale when of course we finally got to see the actual scarlet witch costume uh what did you think of all that reveal and the actual name drop and everything oh i thought uh, the which... reveal was great i yeah. think finally giving her that name was brilliantly done it wasn't something that was just oh that's who i am mm. it was so somewhat prophesized I do like the reimagining of the costume but i also like that the fact that they did a nod to it in the the um Halloween episode. Halloween one, yeah. Yeah, that was cool. Um, Yeah, but I mean, as costumes go, I think, you know, I'm always cool with modernizing costumes because, you know, art changes, um, the ability to make art changes, technology changes, which would make this more easy and that more easy. So the fact that they didn't strictly adhere to it is fine. Um, it, It does look really good. It also looks kind of spooky, which I'm, which looks like what they're going for, so... Yeah, yeah, I really like the Scarlet Witch outfit and everything. Um, yeah, Vision fighting with himself was was interesting, especially because he's you know he starts kind of actually negotiating and debating with him about like okay, you want to destroy Vision? I'm not kind of like the true version of him, and he like talked his way out of that fight, which I thought was was interesting because that fight probably wouldn't have ended otherwise because they were just throwing each other around for like ten minutes, but. Uh, yeah, them actually having a conversation about that and, and everything I thought was, was quite good. Um, it was also cool I, how that tied back to the uh, Age of Ultron, just two robots alone by themselves talking about philosophy. Mm. Super weird in that. Yeah, yeah, I really like that. So, um, it's interesting what they've done with Vision just e- ever since, like, Endgame, where, okay, he gets destroyed, 
but he kind of gets recreated within this like hex bubble thing. Then he can't leave it because he tried to do that in one of the earlier episodes because he started to get curious and kind of find out a few things. And then like uh, she went to take the hex down because of what happened with all the people in um, uh, Westview. What happened within that and kind of like Agnes or Agatha, whatever, trying to talk her down. Um, And then sort of like, okay, she brings the hex down at the end, vision disappears. But there's still definitely that hint as to like... Okay, you could you could kind of always bring him back in a way because all you kind of need to do is well make a new make either some way resurrect vision and then just put that like memory chip thing into him so that he knows like who Wanda actually is and like their their history and stuff because he did do that to the white vision didn't he because he put like his thumb on his head or whatever and he started seeing all the um like the memory things of of um wonder and everything that had happened so yeah basically restoring his memories yeah restoring his memory in that so um yeah what do you think might happen with vision in the future i think there's some interesting things they could do there definitely uh there's definitely some interesting things they could do i do know roughly that white vision was a thing in the comics so they got a little bit of that to uh run off of um, I did like the nod that when he, he did return his memories, the, the empty space turned yellow. That was yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll just have to see where the casting goes and where they, uh, um, go with the characters from here on out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to talk about some other characters, uh, Agatha or Agnes. What did you think of her? Very well done. I've always been a fan of Catherine Hahn. I've been watching her in various TV shows for years. Uh, fun fact, she did the vocals for the song uh, It Was Agatha All Along. Hmm, cool. That makes sense, yeah. That was that was, that was quite a good song. That sort of caught, uh, caught on with the internet, didn't it? People started it was making... top five on iTunes for yeah, a while. People started making videos and yeah, TikTok and whatever, so... Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that was cool. Um, yeah, I like the the reveal of that. I do like as well that because they revealed that at one of the end of the episodes, and tried to make it sort of like okay, Ag- you know, Agatha all along, which is what it was called, and then it was like okay, they sort of reestablished in the next. I think it was in the next episode that okay, Agatha has been like literally the director of this show, but it was uh, it was still Wanda that was like Wanda was still controlling things, but. Agatha was just manipulating those things that were happening, such as um, Ralph or Pietro. So I thought that I thought that was a good little sort of way to twist it around a little bit as well. I was like, okay, she wasn't fully in control of Wanda; she was just kind of manipulating things. But Wanda was still the one that had the hex or the bubble, whatever. Um, so yeah, what what did you think of kind of the the, the twists there? Yeah, it was really good. I mean, I'm not overly shocked i mean from the beginning pretty much anybody that followed the comics on any level had already tagged her as being uh agatha harkness because that goes straight into the house of m storyline which was a major comic Mm -hmm. series um and obviously featured wanda and vision and her rewriting reality to have twins so you know that wasn't overly much of a shock for people that even on the periphery were familiar with that but still, it was always nice to have some twists. A lot of people were expecting Senior Scratchy to be this character or that character. Some people were expecting 
the Ralph character to be a different character or some other character. There's two, three other characters that could easily hop in into the strange movie um, based on just everything that we've seen in the hex. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, she was quite cool. Um, Kat Dennings as uh, Darcy. What did you think of her? I miss uh, Kat Dennings doing stand, uh, doing uh, sitcoms because she was hilarious. She did one. Uh, what was it called? Two Man, girls. My brain does. Um, two broke girls. Her. Yeah. Um, that was a really good one. Uh, you know, in the second Thor movie, she was absolutely hilarious. Uh, the fact that that inspired her to uh, actually become a scientist, scientist, and not a political scientist was really cool. Uh, we see that every now and then in some characters to where they're hanging around scientists and that inspires them to become scientists. Um, so yeah, she's hilarious. Don't get enough of her. You know, I hope that she'll come back on some level in a future show, but I don't know what it would be in. Hmm. Yeah. She could certainly fit on some more MCU things, whether it's thought, Thor 4, that's difficult to say. Um, mm. Love and Thunder, whatever. Because, uh, I mean, she could appear on anything because it's all connected, which is one of the really big strengths of the MCU. And they've built that up over a length of time. Uh, she's in a show, for those of you in the UK and in the US as well, she's on a relatively new show called uh, Dollface. I think it's a Hulu show. It just got released. It's been releasing weekly over here. Uh, since I think last week was the first episode uh, on Star, which is where future Hulu shows and I think FX shows are going. Uh, so if you've got access to Hulu in the US and you want more of, of Kat Dennings, uh, it's not Kate Dennings, is it? It's Kat Dennings, K-A-T, Kat Dennings. Mm -hmm. uh, you've got more of her over there, so if you want to watch Dollface, quite good. I watched the first episode, that was really good. And if you subscribe to, well, if you subscribe to Disney Plus to watch WandaVision, then you could also subscribe to that to watch um Dolph I think it's called Dollface on, yeah, uh, on Star as well. So yeah, she's uh, have you seen the first episode of that? No, but I've uh, I saw the listing on when I was pulling up her IMDb page. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know how much of that has gone out in the US or if it's completely new, but uh, it's just started um rolling out over here in the UK. So um that's been really good. But yeah, I really liked her as Darcy, her and uh, Jimmy Wu and uh Monica teaming up at certain different points I thought was really awesome um, her kind of teaming up with uh, Vision as well in that um, uh, park kind of thing you know when he when he like takes her out of the um, illusion thing or whatever you know when the, when the hex gets expanded she gets caught in it and then wonder uh, sorry Vision takes her out of it I thought that was great um, so that was good uh, but yeah looking forward to seeing just, just more of Kat Dennings in general whether it's more episodes of Dollface or a new show or some sort of um, return again in the MCU because let, let's just not forget I know a lot of people said that oh the season's ended the story's over the story's not finished Vision, Wonder and Vision or at least more so, so with Wonder they're still in the MCU we still have Doctor Strange and we still have Spider-Man 3 and we still have the other films so Although One Division season one or the the only season has finished, it's not like that's like the end for Wonder, uh, especially if the post credits thing is is anything to go by. Uh, I don't want to talk about that just yet. We I want to go through some of the the other characters. Uh, what do you think of Monica? I thought she turned out really awesome in the end, and it was good to see because um, she displayed more of her powers in the uh, season finale when she kind of stopped all those bullets and everything. I thought that was brilliant. Uh, what did you think of Monica? Yeah, we definitely got some good uh, 
um, power establishment out of Monica. So she'll probably, you know, come up here in a future. So uh, probably one of my favorite things was in the early part of the season when uh, Monica was introduced to uh, Randall Park's character and he does that magic card trick that he was so in awe of in the second Ant-Man movie. It's it's all yeah. those little tie-ins that I found so intriguing because they were always just like so, so subtle, but they just connected everything so, so well. That's Kevin Feige. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's what he does. So he uh, makes this thing tick or make it work. So there you go. But... um. What was I going to say about that? Uh, yeah, seeing her, the, the I think it was the fourth or the fifth episode, her waking up in the hospital and everybody kind of getting pulled back out of the snap was one of the best things I've ever seen in the MCU. Um, I mean, because I kind of... I mean, I obviously remember that the snap was happening, but I couldn't really judge too much before the show started as to how big that would be in the show. Because this is the first... Other than Spider-Man Far From Home... This is the first like on display like post snap thing that we've we've had and we haven't really seen I don't remember it happening in Spider Man Far From Home. We haven't really seen people get like snapped back or uns unsnapped or whatever. Uh and just seeing that because, you know, there'd be loads of people in the hospital and some of those were sick and obviously you know, with Monica's mum that had died and that. Uh seeing people just kinda come back and then obviously the hospital would be completely overrun at that point because people would just be popping back into existence was uh was pretty mad what what do you think of that scene i thought that was a pretty memorable one yeah graphically and you know in terms of cgi it's very memorable uh that must be difficult to do as well oh yeah the the the, uh, cgi on that alone had to take a long time uh definitely established like the panic of her coming back um because we Mm. saw that a little bit and far from home, because we saw like the clips from in the high school scene to where people are, are just popping in randomly in the basketball game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the first time we've really seen the aftermath of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, that was good. So I'm just trying to minimize something. Um, so yeah, Monica was awesome. Be good to see more of her in the future as well whenever we do so. Uh, director... Hayward. Hayward. Uh, his yeah. act, the actor's name is Josh Stamberg. It's Tyler Hayward. Yeah. Is the director. Um, what did you think of him? He played a convincing not a bad guy bad guy. Hmm. I mean, I really can't call him a bad guy in the sense that he didn't have like a super evil plot. He was probably just either following a, a directive that he'd gotten a while ago or had like his own idea, but it wasn't super malicious in some other plots like Thanos was not malicious but it was horrifying in its scale he was just like a misguided person that wanted to protect the you know the world but doing like in the world the wrong way mm. i mean he took it the ro- in the wrong direction because he tried to kill wonder but um i mean i don't know his i he was t- to me kind of one of the villains of the series uh along with um Agatha so I thought it was kind of interesting uh Jimmy Woo a lot of people have been talking about him teaming up with uh Darcy for like maybe a spin-off would be a cool idea like an like an MCU X-Files kind of thing I think that would be awesome uh what do you think I would watch the hell out of that yeah yeah plus that would be that could be one of the shows where like okay instead of it having instead of it being like part of a story you could have that to where 
okay, it's still in the universe, and it could be maybe influenced by certain events, but you could still do like a sort of case of the week of like, okay, this guy's got this power or this woman's got this power or something, and they go to investigate it, and you can kind of do like a event of the week, but then you could still have an overall story because it could still be affected overall by the MCU, which I think would be good. But um, who knows? Who knows if we'll see that? I think that would be quite a good idea. Uh, is that all the main characters? That's pretty much all of them. You've got Wanda, you've got Vision, Agatha, Ralph, or Pietro, uh, Darcy, Monica, Jimmy Woo, and uh, the director as well. So, Hayward. Um, for some reason on the Google cast, it's got uh, James Spader listed as Ultron's voice. So... Uh, that didn't happen, did it? <laughs> but uh, yep. that's a Google listing. So, again, people saw that and they're like, oh my god, oh, Ultron's going to be in this show. And yeah, sometimes you can't completely rely on these uh, cast listings. But we know everybody else was in the show because we saw them. So, uh, that was WandaVision. Uh, anything else you want to kind of add and talk about? Uh, no, I mean, like I said at the beginning it's kind of a bummer that the original schedule didn't pan out in the way that we thought it would um because i'm wondering how much of it would have made more sense in in uh, context but you know we've got a more streamlined schedule now and we've got a few things that we're going to be able to watch so we'll just have to see where it goes from there yeah yeah Uh, i suppose the last thing i should talk about is the uh post credits scenes uh monica met with i think it was monica met with one of the scrolls i think she's off to meet Nick Fury or something, which would be cool. Uh, I mean, to get her more involved with the Avengers or whatever, or, you know, whatever's going on there, would be cool because she's got her own powers, so that would be great. Uh, any thoughts on that little post-credit scene? Uh, it'll be interesting to see what they're setting up in the future um... yeah, for her. Yeah, yeah, whatever Nick Fury wants to talk to her about, because they established mm-hmm. in um, it was in Spider-Man, wasn't it? Far from Home, the uh, whole base full of all the scrolls or whatever mm-hmm, so, probably uh, in space yeah so that would be cool to see her be part of that and then what i think is happening with the second post credit scene is um which you've got uh wanda sitting on the porch of this wooden shack thing or whatever and then you've got scarlet witch sitting on the counter in this like kitchen or something and she is got all these things around her head to me, I feel like she's searching the multiverse for her family, which you kind of do get confirmed a bit because she hears her children uh, kind of calling for her or whatever. Um, I think that that particular scene opens up the actual multiverse. Um, what do you think is, is going on there? Uh, well, I th- I'm, my theory is is that she is back in Sokovia. Um, the difference between her on the porch and her doing the book thing i think is her astral form much like we saw yeah. dr strange learning books while he was sleeping in the astral form and i kind of <laughs> suspect or wonder if that camera shot was him checking out her in astral form to see what's going on D- dr strange do you mean yeah 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 because he's probably going to be i mean he's you know she's going to be this is going to be connected to his uh next film so that will be mm-hmm. very interesting i wonder how that's going to play out because yeah as i said one division spider-man 3 and because uh, doctor strange is going to be in spider-man 3 and so are 200 other people uh by the looks of things 
Uh, yep. that, let's hope that that goes well. Uh, I did a podcast on that, by the way, on uh, on Spider-Man Three. My kind of thoughts on what was going on there. Um, so that Spider-Man Three and Doctor Strange all tied together, which is where this multiverse story is going to continue. Because even though we got Falcon and Winter Soldier next, that will be focused on them and probably not not this particular plot line. It will be MCU focused because they'll probably touch upon the snap and everything, but that won't be, I don't think, directly involved with uh, what Wonders doing but uh yeah it'd be interesting to see what um wanda and doctor strange have to say to each other that conversation so we'll see i don't know if uh, i don't think wanda's supposed to be in spider-man 3 but we do know that doctor strange is is going to be so we'll see how that plays out but that might mean that we have to wait till next year to see how this uh plays out so i don't know but lots and lots of very interesting things set up uh which is what the mcu continues to do and has pretty much always done is to set up its next interesting storyline um be, inter- be interesting to see you know if we revisit her kind of in that moment searching the multiverse which is what i think that she's doing if she finds any x-men or whatever they're going to call them mutants or x-men and if she does or doesn't how the x-men is going to get introduced because we've seen because when Kevin kevin feige talked on the disney presentation thing i think it was a couple of months ago maybe and he said about i think it was john watts is is directing fantastic four but he didn't mention anything about uh x-men yet so it seems like we possibly could get fantastic four before x-men but i'm just what i'm just wondering with all this multiverse thing that they're doing here with wonder and with vision sorry and with um uh doctor strange surely that's got to eventually set up the x-men but given that we Possibly we'll get Fantastic Four first. I wonder how that's going to play out. Uh, what do you think? Honestly, it's hard to tell. Um, the mutation thing, there's a couple ways they can introduce it. Um, they've kind of already done it a little bit with um, Monica going through the hex. Um, they can always do it with the result of all the ra- cosmic radiation from the multiple snaps between the two um uh, Final Avengers movies, so hmm. we'll just have to see uh, where they go with it. Yeah, what do you think sets up the X Men and Fantastic more for for more? Do you think it's more to do with the snap, or do you think it's to do with this like multiverse thing that Wanda's doing, or do you think it's maybe just both? Might be a little bit of both. Yeah, yeah. Um. Because she's clearly, like, expanded the multiverse in some way. Because you saw all those, like, glyphs and things on the on the hex that must have done something to this world. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you got, like, the snap, which is a big thing. And her with, you know, searching the multiverse, which is what I think that she's doing at the end. So, we'll see. We'll see how it all plays out. Uh, we've got Falcon and Winter Soldier next. We'll be doing the same thing for that that we've done here, which is a season review once the season's done. Uh, that's six episodes long. Uh, I know that because I saw a trailer for it earlier on the TV, and it said six episodes. Uh, so we'll be back for that soon. That starts on the 19th, which I believe is next week, Friday. So uh, look out for those episodes dropping on Disney+. Plus. Uh, anything else that you want to mention? I think we've kind of talked about what we need to. Uh, no. We'll just have to see what shakes out from Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, one other question, slightly unrelated but still related. Uh, you know, we go from this into Falcon Winter Soldier, and then next after that we've got Black Widow, which is supposed to be May. 
Do you think that comes out in May, or do you think that something else happens? Because who they, knows at this point anymore? Because you're talking about cinemas, aren't you? So yeah, I don't know. But that's uh, it's slowly approaching. So they're gonna have to see what they do. They they keep do they do keep banging the drum saying this this is gonna be theatrical, which is what which is where I want to see. It. I want to see Black Widow in the cinema because it's that's how it's meant to be shown. Um, but we will see. So anyway, that's our thoughts on WandaVision. We really really liked it. It sets up a lot of interesting things, and uh, we liked what it did with a lot of different characters. So that was great as well. And uh, let us know what you thought of WandaVision. Did you like it? Did you not? Did you like different characters? Who was your favorite? Least favorite? How do you think this sets up the future of the MCU? Let us know all those thoughts, feelings, questions, comments, concerns, whatever. Uh, you can send those to Matthew at entertainmenttalk.org. Uh, Twitter, eTalkUK, there's a contact page and information in your show notes. So get involved. Uh, look out in the future for more of our TV film reviews, video game coverage and whatever. TV, video games, films and Manchester Now podcasts. So look out for those in the future on entertainmenttalk.org. You can also search for Entertainment Talk on your favourite podcast platform. So please check that out. Uh, if you like what you've heard today and want to support more of it, Patreon, $1, $3 level tiers for ad-free podcast review options. If you don't want to do that, that's fine. You can use word of mouth and social media. Uh, just tell people that you know to go to the website or to search for us on podcast platforms. Uh, social media, same thing, Facebook, Twitter, Facebook groups. You can use all those. Uh, if you want your up-to-date reliable TV and film news, either for the MCU or for all of your TV and film news, uh, David has got you covered, geektown.co.uk and Geektown Radio. Check out Geek Town Radio episodes on Tuesdays. There's a new episode available to be listened to for this week. So check that out as well. Uh, like I said, look for our Gaming Talk podcast in a little bit as well. That should be uploaded at the same time as this, pretty much. So look out for that. Uh, Bex is still streaming daily, pretty much, over on Twitch. Trista Bytes, Trista B-Y-T-E-S. So go, go give her a follow over there. I'm streaming now more regularly on Twitch as well. E-Talk UK, if you want to find me on Twitch. So check that out. Uh, Barry is doing his horror and DC podcast. If you want the horror podcast, Talk and Stalk on YouTube. And the DC podcast over on Geektopia for YouTube as well. Thanks very much for listening. And we will see you next time. Goodbye.